Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. It is the Homercast. I mean, SEC After Dark oh. podcast. Uh, joining me is the king of all homers, Mr. Stephen Willis, at your service. Yes. Uh, Jeb Beecham and Jake Thomas. I am Corey Burton. I guess we're all homers at heart here. Um, I host the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast, and apparently I'm supposed Homer. to be in Florida this week. Homer. Homer. Know. Homer. Don't. <laughs> Mics are hot. Yeah. So um, what is up, guys? I don't think this week any of us should be picking against our school. So I don't have to because Alabama's not playing. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need I need Alabama to take care of business and Ole Miss to take care of business so I can just completely make that go nuclear during Ole Miss's off week before LSU because that is my goal. If Ole Miss wins and Alabama wins against LSU that week, I am going to make that game go absolutely nuclear, nuclear to where they basically blame me if Ole Miss loses that game. I mean, get ready Homer. for it. get ready for it. Homer. Nice. Michael Specks is in the chat. Thank you for loving the show. Uh, Michael's been on all of our programs on the Lockdown on Miss channel. He followed us over to the Y'all's Conference Network. Thank you very much, Michael. Yeah. Attaboy, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Hey, everyone be like Mike. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're you're telling me that the host of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast is a homer for Ole Miss? That's weird. I I know. That That is is so weird. I want to know what they were expecting. Wait, way to book the trend, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, the funny like thing is, like this, this is the funny thing. In my DMs, I woke up Monday to somebody that said he was never listening to the show again because I have no right to second second guess Lane Kiffin. Oh, wow. <laughs> so oh, wow. Homer, really? second guess Lane Kiffin. I, I don't know. I guess I'm somewhere in between. So How dare you, Miss? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so you talk about Ole Miss, but you hate them all at the same time. Yeah, I, I'm serious. It's this okay. weird fan dichotomy. It's absolutely <laughs> terrific. Anyway, go. we're all doing this in good fun. I mean, but yeah. it, it's oh, it's fun. it's absolutely hilarious. Like hmm. uh, Jake, I think Jake Crane had a comment in there. So they probably hmm. are the people yelling at clouds. Yeah, yeah. J Boy, J Boy, um, um, commented on me coming into my defense. I know yeah. that was good. Yeah. I was out of left field too. Yeah, seriously. Got Cassie I mean, joining the show. Yeah, in the background. Yeah, Cassie, and like I Cassie said, making what, her first appearance. And like I said, what was that guy's first while. clue? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that's the whole thing. And nobody gets that joke whenever I say that. People call me a homer, and I said, "What were they expecting from the Locked On Ole Miss podcast?" And I say that, and there's people that just do not get what I'm saying there. I mean, oh my God! I, I and whenever it comes to that, I do not care about your school. I'm talking about Ole Miss. That's why people are looking, listening to the show. Yeah, tune into the Locked On Ole Miss podcast for all your information on Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss hours on the Carolina Panthers. Wait. <laughs> We will talk all Detroit Red Wings all the time on the Lockdown Ole Miss Cop podcast. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> I, uh, it's just it's so odd. Yes. Um, M- Michael is down on Ole Miss after this past weekend. He says, Don't I be- am much more upbeat. And um, yes, I'm much more upbeat than just about everybody. 
don't that doesn't be down on the yeah. don't be down hey, on the Rebs. They're still good. LSU, you, you lose a football Not, game. It happens. LSU Not. played the game of their freaking lives, man. Like mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels went off. Mm-hmm. Finally, and, 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 and Alabama Michael, should be nervous. Yeah. And, and 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 Michael, I mean, Ole Miss is in the same predicament Alabama is. Just went out and you're in. I mean, that's all you got to do. Just mm-hmm. went out. Yeah. Nothing didn't, changes. Didn't ruin anything. Nope. nope. Yeah. Nothing changes except your margin of error. You know, it just uh, shrank by a little bit. Before we move on and start talking about games, can we talk about what Lane Kiffin did today? Hilarious. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, they asked him Love on the it. SEC teleconference for those that are paying attention to what's going on or are not paying attention. They asked him on that teleconference, and he said, hey, we wanted to keep DJ Durkin, but A&M outbid us, which that school is known to do. And that is a shot (laughs) essentially about NIL and the stuff that went on in the spring and in the summer and that storyline. Lane Kiffin is feeling this game. Now, it's at the point where Lane Kiffin needs to win this game because at this point, Lane Kiffin is picking a fight. And that's what he's doing. He he is trying to poke the bear and get them riled up to go. I I think he is fairly confident about this weekend. You think? Yeah. Um, I mean, Jimbo just suspended four of his dudes for um, enjoying a little bit of the devil's because lettuce I got in the locker high. room. Oh. <laughs> and I know uh, you're going to get it stuck in my head again. It <laughs> just, it just, it yeah. just went out. Because I got high. <laughs> he used to perform in Oxford all the time, by the way. I was going to go to class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I think right. he came let's, to ask. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> How you don't keep it moving? All right. So, yeah, no. Um, A&M just – it's just going downhill quickly, rapidly. I mean, you know, what did anybody expect? I honestly, because – I think I could I mean, that bad. Well, I mean, you think about it. What has Jimbo done besides that one year where he had Jameis Winston? They won national championship. He's gone eight and four, nine and three every single year. He's just an average coach. Certainly, giving him that huge contract was a huge mistake. Oh yeah, they they extended it. Ninety-five million dollar buyout. Yes. Hmm. They're sitting there running, rummaging through the couch cushions, trying to find enough money to let him go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah we got and we got another Yale meeting coming up. Oh my! And God. Michael, there's there's no truth to that. Lane Kiffin's not going to Auburn. First no. time, long time, Paul. Mm. Yeah, Lane. Lane is not. He's not going to Auburn. Uh, Hugh Freeze is Why? going to Auburn. Why? Why would yeah. Lane leave a place like Old Miss for Auburn? A worse situation. Yeah. Well, in the same Tennessee conference. Uh, never mind. <laughs> in the same conference, though, Jeb. Well, and I have less faith in Lane than most the, of y'all the, will, and the, I still the, don't believe that'll happen. The so. USC situation was different. He's a yeah, West Coast kid. He's a West Coast kid. Came in under Pete Carroll. Was 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 involved in all that stuff that the glitz and glamour type practices that USC mm. had. He he got wrapped up in that culture. Decided that was his dream job, and then got tarmacked later. Mm-hmm. So, and and he was way less mature. I yeah, still say Cassidy's headphones are Hello Kitty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a better background than the Alabama oh. elephants. So now it says Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
I'm I getting would never leave anywhere to go to Auburn. Yes, that's true. Let's big draw to Auburn when they have a track record of firing first and asking questions later. That's exactly. a good Well, I mean, okay, trying to play devil's advocate, I don't believe he's going to move either. But does would he feel like he could win better at Auburn, get better players, win no, faster? No, he's already, he's already doing he's already that at winning. Ole Miss. Yeah. He's well, doing he's it. doing very well. Same but. division. Like, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree it doesn't make sense. But And remember, Ole Miss is built for 2023. 20, this year was all about maximizing the quarterback and doing the best you can. This team's built for next year. But he's also already complained about the fans. Have they been showing up? To yeah, but that, that that's a Saban game. That That's not a real thing. That Everybody's so scared that Lane's going to leave. Just Lane saying that, all of a sudden you look at the crowd. We've had nothing but sellouts since he did that. That's what I was wondering. Okay, that's good. Yeah, That's just yeah. him playing the least, game. Yeah, at least yeah. him responding is good. Lane, Lane is in a to win the game, don't you? <laughs> oh. Lane, the uh. only school in Alabama that Lane would go to is uh, obviously South Alabama. Oh. Ah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Specs would said um, Besky, Becky's mascot picks are better than my research picks. <laughs> That's good. That I mean, sh- it's tried and true, right, Becky? <laughs> John, John, can I can I eat some crow, John? Um, thank you, sir. May I have another? Do you put hot sauce on your crow, John? I see yeah, in two seriously. weeks. I see in two weeks, John. Yeah, yeah. He's got an John. off week. He gets to sit back and enjoy this. John, I won't I see you for another six years. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Personally, well, you you don't know that because um, when Texas and Oklahoma comes in, everything's going to change. That's a good point. Okay, every, That's true. okay, in four years. Okay, I won't see you in four years. Sorry. Personally, we wouldn't mind seeing you again. We enjoyed it, but whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. You know what, though? Hey, it's a good day. It was a good day. Before, before we move on, um, I want to congratulate Auburn for somehow losing the bye week. Yeah, what's that yeah. about? Have you seen yeah. that story? I don't know if it's true or not, but. Good, I'm, not, I'm not here. I'm not here to determine truth or not. I'm not a jury, but the the headline certainly is damning. Where um, it's alleged that Brian Harson is telling people that uh, instead of redshirting, they just need to leave. <laughs> so he's encouraging them to transfer. That's yeah, and, and 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 they are because they he's are. at least threatening. Yeah, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So that lends that that puts a little bit more truth on the fact that he's his goose is already cooked. Oh yeah, he, he's done. Absolutely, but Brian Harson, he is going to yeah. blow this thing up on his way out the door. Scorched earth, baby, on oh, his way back my to Boise. Goodness, whoever takes the Auburn job is going to have another year of rebuilding on their hands to repair what is being done right now. Yeah. You said- and this is all because the boosters pulled the crap they pulled in January. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You got to get the boosters out of, out of Auburn if you're going to be successful. I'm just telling you. Mm. I don't any money, happen. but man, that's a, boosters just ruin things all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm gone. Uh, good luck with this dirt pile that I left you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's just really. Uh, and I, I think, I think. Honestly, I think Harson can actually coach, just not in yeah. the SEC. He 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 was yeah. great at, no, at boys, just not just not at Auburn. I think Brian right. Harson would be fantastic at a place like Mississippi State. 
I think so yeah. too. I think you'd be great in the ACC too. Like, on, uh, honest, Brian, I think honest Brian Harson at Texas A and M would be decent. No, Ooh. he would get wrapped up in that culture. I don't he's, wish that upon anybody. So Wes Avent says friend. Nebraska or Auburn. If you want a gig, what would you do? Uh, stay I unemployed. Would, yeah, I would, I would stay where <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah, be an um, assistant but, uh, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the best situation out of those two is might be Nebraska, but Nebraska doesn't have the recruiting ties that Auburn does. But Nebraska has the easier division. I would choose Nebraska in that scenario, on, yeah. honestly, because their boosters aren't as crazy. I mean, right? Well, no, not. that we that we know of. There's a chance that Nebraska's batshit. Well, the fact that we know that Auburn is batshit, and we don't, we're not sure if Nebraska's batshit is just. That just answers the question for you right there. We yeah. we don't know, so therefore there's not any sort of public knowledge. I mean, they could be completely insane, and Auburn could be even worse than what we hear. But the fact that the fact that that that's the fact that gives Nebraska the leg up in that situation. Yeah, I think so Auburn I, should. Look I would at the choose God Nebraska. Central Florida. The guy Central Florida would be a great fit at Auburn. Yeah, I've heard he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was his name again? Um, it, Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. Gus Mazzoni? I think he would be perfect um, at all. I do too. It, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like he's somebody that could go in and just completely derail Saban. Yeah. He's probably would be able to beat Saban more than any other SEC coach. He might be I just three, get that, three I times. Get, I mean, yeah. I get that feeling. I yeah, get that feeling. Too. I get those vibes. You but, know uh, what though, this, and and, this, and have a three a nine and three season every year. Yeah, yeah. Nick Saban has wrecked Auburn's program just by existing. Not even trying to do it has wrecked their program worse by them doing themselves than if he actually tried to do it. Him beating them drives them so crazy to try and keep up with the Joneses. They are. Com- they are starting to the coach cycle, the head coach cycle of just changing every other year. And you're going to get into system problems. You're going to get into all kinds of problems. Alabama, without even trying, has completely destroyed Auburn's football program. You're welcome. I love it. It's, it's just the, the utter meltdowns that they have, man. It's, it's ridiculous. Like I, I think honestly, Hugh freeze would be a perfect fit for, a multitude of reasons, not just football, because he, I, my opinion on Hugh Freeze is he's a phony. Oh, Uh-oh. got some Mr. Commodore. <laughs> Anchor down. Anchor down. Anchor. Man, <clears throat> Vandy pissed down their legs this weekend, or they should have won they, that game. They did. Had a boy coach dirty. Hmm. <laughs> Have you, have you, do you guys know what coach who Coach Thirty is? Yeah, I've I've seen him on Twitter. The, the guy, the, God, that's the guy's hilarious. Hmm. He uh, <laughs> he got y'all pretty good, Steve. Yeah, I imagine he did. I haven't seen that, but yeah, I, it, I knew it, he would. He and he got he he really got. Now my favorite still is when he got Miami. That's still my favorite one, but he got Alabama pretty good too. Anchor yeah, down, Jeff. Jeb. I, I don't know why. Please, Michael. This thing hates my internet connection here, but this is the last weekend in Tennessee. I'll be in Florida next week, so we won't have that we, problem anymore. We should go to Disney next Friday. It's fine with me. Okay. 
I don't know yeah. who the Facebook user is, but I don't know it's if it's true. Wes or not. Abbott. But, okay, but does Freed's daughter go to Auburn right now? I, I don't know if that's true or not. It might. Um, I don't know which daughter it is. Was that Reagan? Maybe. Um, I, I I don't know about that. Um, right. But it is a potential that they would fit into. Hugh Freeze and that family would fit in at Auburn. Just period. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It ain't, mm-hmm. It's just Bill Bryan now. He don't deserve the O. <laughs> that is great. He lost there's, the O. There's no O. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's uh, like that. Okay. It's like when they were making fun of Iowa. They they took they took a, they took the O out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! There's, I saw something on um Twitter. There's like the greatest scary movies to watch for Halloween, whatever. And they had a top five list, and they were like Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. The third one was Iowa versus Northwestern 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. <laughs> I think the over on that game was like twenty seven. Yeah, it was, it, yeah. Was, it was great. No, so I, I did illegal motion last night, uh, and one of our one of our co hosts, Josh, he's a he's a big time Iowa fan. Um, he's just in absolute misery right now, and we uh, we picked that game in our spread formations because the the over under was thirty seven. Thirty seven in that game. Yeah, yeah, and it's and I, I think it opened, I think it started at like thirty two. It's gone up. It's been better. I, I, and I was favored yeah. by eleven as I'm of last night. <laughs> like that's Northwestern that's easy beat money Nebraska. Northwestern. Northwestern beat Nebraska and just kind of whooped them. Yeah, <laughs> like Iowa can't score mm-hmm. eleven points. Period. <laughs> their defense scores all their points. So I yeah. so. Listen to this. Iowa <laughs> this Big Ten after dark. But Iowa Iowa's offense got outscored by every unit that Ohio State put out there. Even the special teams unit. The special teams unit, the defense, and I and and the and the offense. Like Ohio State's entire team outscored. Iowa's total offense at this point, I think they're averaging like 190 total yards a game. It's amazing. And it should be bad. It's almost kind of fascinating to watch. Yeah. Brian Ferentz makes Bill O'Brien look like Josh Heupel. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah, I do like the – Bill O'Brien running for 27 yards against Mississippi State. Yeah, Jake. Um yeah, that's, that's that's problematic. Yeah, that's right. not good. And still beat. I mean, you still beat the hell out of them, but it, that's just not. Yeah, something's wrong there. I hey, we was at that game, and it was kind of a weird game all around because the second half, or especially the third quarter, Bryce was overthrowing people and and wasn't his best either. So. It was just weird, you know, not even running the ball hardly at all. And we, we did change centers again, which we feel like Seth McLaughlin's a lot better in the run game than uh, Dalcourt is. So hopefully they get that straightened out and put Seth back in at center this, you know, during this bye week and then leading up to the LSU game. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, uh, not, not to be ADD radio here, but um, – one last question. I'm going to answer Wes's question before it goes away, and I forget about it because, you know, 
my ADD is blazing <laughs> usually. Um, targeting calls has changed the direction of college football to date. It seems like offensive players have learned to lower their heads to draw the penalty. Am I crazy here? And to answer that question, it's it's a valid point. But when you're in the heat of the moment, you're not thinking about drawing a targeting penalty. You're just thinking about running over the person. So your center of gravity and your target lowers. And so in a lot of cases, that just creates that helmet to helmet. And I think the replay needs to do a better job of determining that he wasn't trying to hit head to head, even though their helmets did collide. It wasn't a direct shot on the helmet and it was not intended for that. So I, I think the replay should take care of some of that stuff that it's not taken care of just because we still, to this day, there's two things that referees don't know what, what the hell they're doing on and it's targeting and roughing the passer. So, uh, and pass interference really, if you want to get technical, but um, that's just a replay thing. I, I don't think it's a, I don't think they're, I mean, Maybe once in a while you might have somebody do that, but it's not like pass interference where they're where they're baiting calls. Uh, <laughs> is Jeff is frozen? His name. Yeah. I can you hear me? Because I can I hear can you hear fine. You. I just can't see anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm, I I hear everything. It looks like, and I agree with you, uh, especially on that what you were talking about because I do feel like a lot of those calls are just kind of incidental like what's the defensive player supposed to do he's not trying to do that it just mm. sort of happens and i don't think it should be called just because their heads collide yeah it needs to be something intentional so so i mean i heard the whole thing and i agree with it completely but the, i'm not seeing anything anymore how's that <laughs> how's that spider on your ceiling is it coming to attack you you got me looking up all right the uh, offense is causing targeting yeah i think they should call it on, on the offense a little more sometimes yeah they should oh there we go I liked him staring at the spider personally. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was creeping Wait. me out. What are y'all talking about? Oh, Mr. Commodore's up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I can't say anything, so yeah. including the chat anymore. So yeah. So so Jeb, your your picture's frozen and you're like staring at the ceiling. Wait, wait, so we won't have we got two voices of God today. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's back now. Oh, yeah, I'll say. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the internet here, but it's just going in and out. And I have no idea why. So <laughs> well, you, I apologize um, if I now, drop off anymore. By the way, on my screen, I've got actual bars now, so I can actually see y'all's signal. And oh. um, for the first part of the show, you were in the red with one bar, and now all of a sudden you're three. So everybody has three bars now. So well, all right then. All right, maybe it'll stop. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear me now? Good. So. Uh, anything else from from last week that we want to talk about game wise? <laughs> Put the old jacket back up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. They're trying to take the football. Yeah, wait. The football. What was the question? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a rambler wreck from Georgia Tech. That's the best. That's the best one. That's just because it's have- such a ridiculous picture. I have so yeah. much fun with these pictures, and this is all Becky all the time. It was her that got me to do this. It is so funny. I get such a power trip by being able to do this. So there you go. <laughs> is that you, Dion? <laughs> it is. Dion to Georgia Tech. That ain't gonna happen. You don't think so? No, I don't. For some reason, I don't. I mean, I think it'd be a perfect fit, but I just don't think it'll happen. I yeah. think they like the guy they have now, Brent Key. I think they like him. 
Yeah, but that's going to change yeah. whenever they lose a couple more games. And they're going to. They're going to lose mm-hmm. to Georgia for sure. Because it without oh, yeah. um, without Sims at quarterback, and eight, this is ACC after dark, Georgia Tech's yeah. not winning a football game. They're basically Iowa with better-looking uniforms. <laughs> wow. That's debatable. Um, I, I agree, Michael. This is the best show on Wednesday night, hands down. And by the way, uh, we have just created a new Twitter, SEC at the Dark. Mm-hmm. So go follow really? it. Is it SEC and, underscore after underscore dark? Is that what it is? Correct. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ka- Cassidy Thomas, um, her of the Hello Kitty um, headphones behind there. There she is um, back she there, is our going, social media she, manager. She is going to be the social media person. Yep. All right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's eating popcorn right now. So mm-hmm. on camera, she got she got her so popcorn ready. ready. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she got it ready. Yes. Yeah, she got it ready. So um, I, I just I don't know. I think he's going to stay at at. I, I think he's going to stay one more year, at least at Jackson. Do you think he's he's waiting for Florida State to open up? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Yeah, if or, would get that job. He might not. He's waiting on he's waiting on something bigger. And I don't think I don't think Georgia Tech has the money to pay him. I don't know. Hey, it's a good stepping stone I, though. I'm I'm just gonna say this, and if you he, want Deion Sanders stone. to um get somewhere and just absolutely be a power and just out recruit everybody and take everything over, put him as the head coach at Miami. Oh, he would do well at Miami. Speaking of Miami, ACC after dark, did you see the Duke players snap the U over his knee? Yes. Oh, yeah. Touchdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks Whatever. like you're time. 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 That is great. <laughs> I love Jeff that. Jail cell. Bob well, I, the jail cell. <laughs> I am in a remote location, but I said this last week, I'll be back in my, my house next week. <laughs> no wonder the internet's going out. The uh, the Rutherford County uh, Detention Center doesn't have reliable internet, apparently. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just, for some reason, I just don't think, I mean, Georgia Tech's in such a wreck. I, I just don't think they're in a place where they it's can Rambler. hire somebody like Dion. It is Rambler. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think maybe, I mean, if A&M gets rid of... They're going to make a run at him, but I, I just don't think he goes there. I, I I don't know. Like if Texas keeps losing, maybe they move on from Sark. Uh, Every coach a- that was hired in that COVID year coaching hire, whenever they decide to fire fire coach and did that, everybody except for Shane Beamer has been a crash and burn. And mm-hmm. Shane Beamer, I think South Carolina just lucked out on him. Do you think Matt? I mean, I, I could see this scenario probably more than Georgia Tech, but like Mac Brown retiring and him taking over North Carolina, which is, you know, the Jordan brand. It has a little bit more pizzazz to it and a little bit more pedigree in a program in the ACC. I, I could see that too. Also, maybe I, I don't know if I don't know if Dion go to um, North Carolina because this is my impression of North Carolina. On this is ACC after dark. Um, this is that's a place where stuffy coaches go. Not not something new. That's the reason they hired Mac Brown. They want a guy that's really buttoned up and you know, look. This is the way we do North Carolina things and everything. And basically, they yeah they hired and Larry Fedora. Yeah, but it, Larry Fedora it 
kind of a buttoned up guy. He's not somebody mm-hmm. that's going to make waves about doing all this. They're, they wouldn't hire a Jeff Collins. They would not uh, hire. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody would. But uh, you know that mistake. Yeah, they're. <laughs> They, you they're, the type of pro- they're the type know. of program that would hire John Sumrall at Troy. Very buttoned up, very pro style. You know, Phil Longo is their offensive coordinator right now. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's just a weird place. Whenever um, North Carolina comes to the SEC before the next TV contract, We'll be able to have that conversation because it's going to be North Carolina, like Virginia, um, Clemson, and Florida State. They're going to be in the SEC by twenty thirty five. I would just be surprised because I mean, he doesn't need the money, but I, I just him walking in that Georgia Tech program with it being the way it is, the shape that it's in. But look I, where I don't he know. is now. Yeah. So why? Would, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need I think the he, money, but I think he I think he enjoys where he's at though. Honestly. Yeah, I think he truly he got enjoys the number where he's at. one college football player, high school player in the country to go to Jackson State. I was gonna yeah. say, but going from Jackson State to a major power five uh player is gonna be tough too. Maybe maybe Georgia Tech is more of a stepping stone. Hmm. I, I don't know. I would just I, I would just there. I would just be surprised if it happens. Just, you know, past the hot sauce and past the crow. I'll mm-hmm. gladly chow down on it, but I, I just I, Corey I don't just want that. He he's afraid that Joe yeah, Tess could, could get fired for it. No shit, I don't want it. Sorry, yeah, all, all, <laughs> it, all three of y'all should not want the not want this. Mm-hmm. If that happens, that would hurt Alabama, that would hurt Tennessee, and that would hurt he's Georgia. Gonna, he's gonna lock down Atlanta. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there's so many kids point. in Georgia though. Like we could honestly both have top classes and it would be fine. It would hurt the out of state programs more than Georgia because there's you know there's 200 athletes that there's 200 division 1 athletes in the state of Georgia. So yeah. we can't sign them all. Yeah, but you go from signing 7 of the top 10 to signing 4. And you have to supplement that by those other three players are in the bottom the next 10 or they're out of state guys. So it changes which, a little bit. It's which we do well I, out of state. Yeah, I, I got into an argument um, with Stacy whenever we first started doing this because um, I'm all for expanding the playoff. Jake remembers this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about it. And the reason I'm all about it is because there's six teams in the country that can recruit to the playoff right now. Alabama, Georgia, uh, Ohio State, and then there's some – like Oklahoma, LSU, those, those guys can actually recruit to it. And because of that, players end up going there. So for college foot sports to develop some parity and to break that up, you need to get some of these top players going to other schools. And the way you can do that is by breaking up that playoff thing to where 20 teams can recruit to it instead of six. And then with NIL, I think it's going to create a lot more parity in college football. Um, it's so, great. Yeah. Expand the field. I I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And, yeah. and and Michael, to your comment, it's not it's not Dion's ability to recruit to Atlanta. It's his want to. Like maybe he doesn't want to. I just it doesn't strike me that he just really wants to up and leave just to leave. Um, he's I, kind of Mister Atlanta. 
Although he, he, he does live have. he live outside Dallas. I he think if like SMU kill it. He would kill it in Atlanta. I know that for a fact. But or, or even like SMU, he would also kill it at SMU. Or yeah. Houston. <laughs> oh man. And Houston is probably a likely one coming up shortly too. Or yeah. Stanford, because he played in San Francisco for a year. Um I, yeah. yeah. Or Maryland because he played for the Ravens. No, that's <laughs> the end of his year. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just going. I'm just talking stuff now at this point. But um I I, I don't know. Hey, I mean I, I just I would just be surprised if he went there. <laughs> Michael is down. He's down in the dumps right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm having to do some comment section therapy after every show this week <laughs> on Michael. I mean Hey, hey Michael. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Michael. Ole Miss is still good. They yeah. just they they got to figure out how to stop a running quarterback. That's that's all. Um, and Death Valley's a hard place to play. It really is. When when those fans get going in a rivalry game like this, it's a tough place to play. Yeah, it was a young team, and that tough. snowballed in the fourth quarter on Ole Miss. It just did. They were they were in control of that game in the first yeah. most of the first half. You could well, see they were going down. Though, right. They were going to down to take the lead back. They were on like the seventeen yard line with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Then he threw that interception and everything went sideways. <laughs> Hit that quick yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean it. You know it happens. It's yeah. the SEC. It's, it's, That's what it's makes a young team. Great. Yeah, it's what a makes young this team. Great. And that was their you know their first road game, real road game. It's going to be okay. It's gonna be okay. Um, this team, this team's gonna is, go nine and three, and end up in the Citrus Bowl. And everybody before the season would have taken that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they end up if they end up down in Tampa, Orlando. Are you gonna go? Um, I'm if they go to Orlando, I'm going to do the bowl practice stuff. I'm probably not. I'm probably going to watch the game on TV because honestly, it's better to watch the game on TV. It's a better experience because I don't need to do the press conference. Yeah. The press conference and all that I don't need to do, but I might go there for practices and um, practice week and all that. Maybe Steve is taking this Homer comment to to heart here by not going to the game. Yeah. Michael. Michael, man, come on. <laughs> they're not that they're not as bad as you make them out to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, like I said, it's been some serious therapy in the comment section over the last couple of weeks. Man. Or last couple of days. Okay, let's discuss Malik Heath. He's proving Leach's scheme is Leach's scheme that. is just that. His draft stop is exploding. Yeah, Malik Heath is he made the right move. He honestly, Malik Heath probably should have went to Ole Miss out of high school. Um, the Mike Leach he- thing doesn't work. What well, doesn't work for what he wanted to do? How about that? He wasn't. But I still, uh, yeah, it wasn't. But I still, uh, he's talented enough. I think he would have. I think he would have sur- surfaced at a pro day or something, and he, he would have made it. Yeah. The Mike Leach, what they're lacking at Mississippi State is that Wes Welker type, Danny Amendola type slot receiver. That that's what they need. They need to get into mesh concepts, use find that guy and exploit it. People not playing man coverage against that team because Mike Leach will kill man coverage. Just absolutely kill man coverage. 
now he just needs a zone monster to to combat that, which he doesn't have. Yeah. He doesn't have that or the slot the slot mesh guy. Yeah. And apparently they're scared of the Alabama jersey. So all right, let's talk oh, some yeah. games. Let's talk some games for next week. Or next week, this week, whatever there. Um, it was cocktail party time, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. And for the first time in a long time, hmm. this one is not that relevant in Georgia's favor. Usually it's the other way around. It's not that relevant in Florida's favor. Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Flor- Florida comes limping into this game um, badly. Uh, they're in dire need of something good to happen under Billy Napier, which I think a lot of people are panicking on Billy Napier. I think he's going to be an incredible coach. Um, He just, as we've said from day one, as we said from day one, the, the pile of rubbish that he, that he inherited was not good. Mm. And he is, he's doing his best to make at least he's made a couple helpings of chicken salad out of well, we've already broken the clean rating, so he's making a few helpings of chicken salad out of that chicken shit, and which is incredible to begin with. But the fact of the matter is, Anthony Richardson is still wildly inconsistent. This team struggles on defense uh, against the pass. They struggle on defense against the run. Um, they can't protect all that well. Uh, they run the ball decent. And occasionally... They'll have some good drives and move it down the field. I mean, it's just what they are. And you can call me Homer all you want to, but that's just what Florida is. Homer. And, uh, yep, Homer. Yeah, I'm Homer Simpson here. <laughs> but, Homer. And, and, George, and Georgia's dialed in again. Hmm. They're dialed in again. Stetson is is back to what we what Stetson was against Oregon and South Carolina. He's dialed in, making good passes. Teams are, he's taking advantage now of teams keying in on Brock Bowers, which we knew that was going to happen. So, I, I mean, I mean, I just, Georgia's favored by 22 and a half. I'll give you my official pick later, but I just think, you know, this this Georgia team's on a mission. They've got a chip on their shoulder. Um, and, and, and a lot of, uh, and just a lot of it's going to depend on the health of some of the key guys like Jalen Carter and A.D. Mitchell, which I think Jalen Carter's in danger of being out for the rest of the season. I think A.D. Mitchell is due back, so that's a big, big breath of fresh air for the for the offense. Hey, before it gets off the screen, um, Kaysen Wallace said, hey, Jake, I need your take on the situation down on the Plains. Uh, Hit that rewind so, button, Kaysen. Uh, uh, so Kaysen is actually my nephew, and he's, okay. he's, he's an Auburn fan. I don't know what I did wrong raising him. But anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I love him. But uh, anyway, he, uh, yeah, Jason, it's a uh, it's a mess right now. But I mean, you still got Tank Bisbee. I mean, that's about your only bright spot. I mean, no, that's Robbie all Ashford I can really say. Last week, Robbie and and yeah, he's coming I mean, off a bye week, so he's he's got some promise. Yeah, I mean, Harson's done a good job with Ashford. Mm, he has. I mean, that that tells you alone right there that. He's a good coach. He's just he's in he's in fu mode right now. I yeah. mean, I mean, hey, I think he realized that TJ Finley wasn't that guy, which we knew he wasn't. You're not that so, guy. No, you're not that guy, pal. You're no, not that yeah. guy, pal. He's a good <laughs> stunt driver. Apparently, you Darn. saw the move he hit on the uh, 
You saw the movie hit on a scooter in the summer. He's a pretty good stunt driver. <laughs> oh man, Stacy. Uh, oh, Stacy. That's good. You, Jake, you got dogged on. <laughs> yeah. Straight for the throat. <sighs> Why yeah. is Jake crying? Because okay. he just got dunked on. <laughs> If you want yeah, some more like- of that dynamic that's going on between Stacy and Jake, you can turn on to them on the Tide Talk Live channel on YouTube for their show. A little back yes. and forth about the Alabama Crimson Tide and Bill Bryan, because as we found out tonight, yeah. there's no O there. Okay. And, and, Jake- we're, and we're home as well. So, yeah. If Jake was a real podcast host, he would uh, they would talk about Kentucky on the uh, Tide Talk Live podcast. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. The Locked On yeah. Ole Miss podcast, your source for the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> Let's stop. <laughs> no, God. Good. No, yeah. All right, Jeb, are you worried about Kentucky? I don't know about worried about. I think it's going to be – a closer game than a lot of people were saying. I, I honestly, the way I look at that game is the same way as how it played out last year. I think Kentucky is going to have long, sustained drives and try and keep Tennessee off the field, which they're decent at. So they may actually be able to do it. The problem is, can they finish all those drives with scores? Because they're going to have to. Because when they give the ball to Tennessee, I feel like it's going to take about 45 seconds for Tennessee to score on average because they just they have no pass rush. And if you let Hendon Hooker just stand back there, he's going to kill them. So, uh, no, I don't think you they can just stop see the confidence enough. radiating off Jeb right oh, now. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm fairly <laughs> confident I'm the only person on here that can say he's not a homer, but Tennessee by Are, 50. Nah. Yeah. Are you okay, swag okay, okay, Homer. <laughs> Tennessee yeah. by 100. By yeah. 100. No, I didn't. I, I, I got a question. Who would win in a fight? Hypel or God? Yeah. Trick question. Heifel is God. God. (laughs) You you can see the angelic glow around Jeb right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like every time Jeb speaks, it's like, oh. It's like the last dragon. He's got that glow. Uh, I warned y'all I was going to be insufferable. I'm trying to hold it in. Oh, yeah. Bo Nix is – yeah, we got to talk about – Oregon for a second. Bo Nix oh, is going pack twelve after Nar- or pack ten. What is it? I forget what it is. No. Pack I think eight? it's but it's going to be pack. It's going to be pack six by the end of the by the it's end of the be year. Pack disbanded, but whatever. Okay, <laughs> pack pack zero. But Bo Nix is balling since since that Georgia game. Yeah, who called that? He oh. is freaking balling, dude. And you know, you know, Auburn fans are like, really. <laughs> do, do you know you know who is um just smug sitting back and talking? I remember this because whenever this episode of his pod popped up, I just sat back and snickered and laughed. It's like whoever do that. But um Jake Crane did a podcast as the J Boy show where he did Bo Nix as a dark horse Heisman contender before his Auburn season. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, oh come on, come on, Jake. You you're doing the Auburn thing right now. We we yeah. get that. But then he goes out to boat, uh, goes out to Oregon, and is like it works. And now he's a dark hot and dark horse, dark horse after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too bad he's not going to beat uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Hendon Hooker. No. Those are the three in the front row in New York. The hilarious thing, think about this: in nine months, there's going to be an uptick of babies that are named Hooker. <laughs> maybe maybe hinted. Well, uh, no, they go with the first name. No, no Jeb, they, it's Tennessee it's fans. It's Hooker. Yeah, <laughs> Hooker, yeah. Hook. Uh, 
Yeah, no, definitely hooker. <laughs> well, I went to Tennessee, and I can tell you they didn't have enough hookers, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> did you Google that? <laughs> no. Yeah, Jeb, Jeb, you know your sister has an earpiece. <laughs> Tennessee hooker. And no, your I mother's not. phone number. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm did actually you, in my mother's house. Jeb, do they let yeah. you Google that stuff in, in the detention center there? I'm on. I, I'm having to use my work computer, so I'm Googling nothing. Nice. I'm doing all good this idea. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Although I do want to point out, John over here. Uh, I guess this way, John said that uh, after Jeff no, you had it right down the first time. after Tennessee <laughs> gets the crap kicked out of him. Uh, honestly, the weird thing that's going to happen when Georgia beats Tennessee is I'm going to become a Georgia fan that's because cool. I'll need Georgia to win out so that Tennessee has one loss and is to the <laughs> top team in the SEC and the number one team in the nation. Maybe we can still get in the playoffs. So okay. that's going to be the weird thing is I might start rooting I, for Georgia. I won't. I a boy, Jeb. Come on over. Uh-huh. I, I want to it. to address this real quick, and okay. I, I know there is a zero point zero 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 one percent chance this happens. Got another dog back there behind Jake. Because you know the media hates the SEC. Yeah. So, but say say Tennessee they wins hate out. Us they, they beat hate Georgia. Us. They they beat Georgia. Alabama wins out. They beat Tennessee in the SEC championship game. You have three of the top five teams with one loss in the SEC. Could you see three teams in the college no. football playoff? Nope. I don't no, think it'll happen change. either. But Georgia, in, that, in, that, before, in that scenario, Georgia is in the Sugar Bowl. Right. But, but, but playing against. I mean, but my, what if they my, get help? What if what if TCU right. and Clemson lose a game? Oh, it right. doesn't uh, matter. Michigan loses another game besides Ohio State. Michigan, Michigan has got. Yeah, will, Michigan's got to lose a second will, game. The yeah. final rankings they will TCU or Baylor twenty fourteen the shit out of it. <laughs> All right. it, it. You're going to see somebody jump up from seventh to fourth. It's like how did that happen? And yeah. but but here's my thing. It'll yeah. be like Tulane. Uh, They'll put Tulane right. in or something. They oh, roll they, are, they are supposed to put the four best teams in the college football mm-hmm. playoff. Ooh, I, mean, I like the hat, Cassidy. So, are you telling me that either Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee gets beat on a neutral field by TCU, by Oregon, by Michigan, you know, Clemson in this situation? I don't. To, exactly. No, the three best teams in the the three no. of the four best teams in the country are in the Southeastern Conference. Exactly. And they're represented by us right here. Exactly, and the, the the fourth team is Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah, was nasty, yeah. by the way. But they will um, not put three teams in from the SEC. No, no way, not even hell. a little bit. They won't. No they won't. way in hell. It, it <laughs> because, and here's the other reason they don't want to do it because they want everybody to raise heck so they can get the twelve team and build the hype for the twelve team Twitter. playoff because this no. is never going to happen again. It'll mm-hmm. be a similar situation to Auburn. Um, it was it two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. To where they're just watching Oklahoma and USC play a horrible football game, and Auburn is like in the Sugar Bowl, like just down in the dirt. They're, they're just beating the tar out of Virginia Tech. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, and, yes. And I think if it's still West on the Facebook side, once the twelve teams gets implemented, all four of us here will be represented along with probably LSU if things continue as they are. Moving forward, hmm. yeah, half the playoff field will be the SEC. Yeah, absolutely. just about every year, just about every yeah. year. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know, it, 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 yeah, the, the so SEC you know. should have fun, and they should figure out a way to do semifinals for the SEC championship game. 
but here, 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 hear this out. <laughs> hear this out. Would could there just be an SEC Big Ten showdown in the in the playoff if they let Michigan and Ohio State in, and then two SEC teams? Is that possible? Mm-hmm. You get yeah, it either. I mean, both those teams will be one of them will be a one loss team, so that's possible. Right. You get you yeah. get the loser of the SEC championship, and then you get obviously Michigan, who would be in that. Runner up in their own division, they should just TCU to lose. They should just they should just go ahead and real quick flip Michigan over to the Big Ten West so that Ohio State Michigan can play each other again in the championship game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I like John's comment. I I, I just hate that the um, Golden Gophers are are dropping off. (laughs) I was on the boat. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Some of the Tennessee fans I work with are luckily pretty cool, but um, th- th- there's some noxious ones out there. But there's some noxious Georgia fans too. I can't, I can't lie to you. On that every one. every fan base has them. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. So before we get to pick, we to talk about Ole Miss and A and M a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's hear it. Let's Lane's hear. picking a fight. A and M suspended four players. They have the I, same still- defense. Both are terrible against the run right now. B.J. Durkin, they got outbid for. I just, yeah. I don't think AM has much of a chance. I mean, honestly, I, I, I would be surprised if Ole Miss didn't dominate this game. Yeah, it, it, it's a situation. It's a football game, and a football game, any you can always lose a football game. It there's there's some things. So whenever you yeah. make a pick, it, it the best you can hit is like eighty five percent sure. Because if you're going to be realistic about it, and not a homer. Um, you realize that the other team is their scholarship athletes, their coaches as well. But the way I look at it, both run teams run defense has been terrible this year, especially lately. AM has Devin A. Chang. That's it. Ole Miss has Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins. And that tells me they can get 50 carries of high quality carries against a bad run defense, and A&M can get 25 carries. And in between that, A&M is going to have to figure out to get how to get Haynes King available. And they have problems offensively, and this is which, one of those games. They, which yeah, they I, won't. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, if Ole Miss does this, now A&M could come out with their hair on fire. I'm not saying they can't. Um, because this is probably a top five most talented roster in college football. They just don't have a quarterback. Right. And and I think that's going to be their undoing personally. I, I think they're slowly quitting on Jimbo too. I I think that's a factor. Yeah. Yeah. They're smoking weed in the locker room. Yeah, I mean they're they're just they're just getting reckless with all this stuff. They're you can see it on the field a little bit. I mean, they they just you watch that South Carolina game, they just they just lost interest. Do y'all want a rumor? Yeah. Sure. There's a rumor that this to- coach at this weed thing from AM is something just to cover up and to throw the scent off of what, what is actually happening. And what is What's actually that? happening is a co- player that is unhappy at AM is recruiting people to go into the transfer portal in December with him. I heard that. Hmm. I did I hear that. Mm-hmm. So, also, I mean, it's did just you a see rumor. That? Nobody is going to confirm that at all. But I mean, yeah. it's out there. It, it it is out there. It is a rumor. Wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked. Just like uh, the Florida player that was wearing that was wearing the Alabama gear. 
yeah. <laughs> during the bye week. Mm-hmm. That's right. On yeah. Instagram. Yeah. It's like people are just weird. Now, now, now I have, have another question. I, I was told that A&M has like the number one pocket passer sitting on the sidelines that they got in like last Connor year's Wheatley. class. Connor yeah, Wheatley, he's, okay. he's a five-star, number one quarterback in um, Texas. He's going to be a good player. He Why is, is he not, not playing? A, he's not a good player now. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, is it worth getting him rips? I mean, but, okay. yeah. I mean, look, is he that much worse than Haynes let, King? No, let's be real. <laughs> right. Have y'all seen Jimbo's play sheets on the sideline? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, all thirty-seven that, of them. Yes, yeah, all thirty-seven places <laughs> is that thick on the sideline. Whoever the starting quarterback is, I think um, I interviewed Joey um, um, Ickles or Eichels. I can't, I forgot his last name. I apologize, Joey. Um, he's the locked on Aggies guy for locked on Ole Miss. It's going to be on tomorrow morning show, and he said that Jimbo likes to put his quarterbacks to where they play in hard mode, so he makes it intentionally difficult. And right now. Haynes King's not really getting that done, but Connor Wigman, he's going to be there, and he has the stuff that Jimbo wants. He's he would be a Christian Ponder, Jameis Winston type college player, but he's not there yet. So if he played in the game, which he did against South Carolina, he would make plays and they'd probably move the ball, but he would get fooled two or three times um, so in why the not, game. Yeah. So why not take that ninety five mil you're getting paid and Get him there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is I don't know if you can get a freshman, true freshman quarterback in Jimbo's freaking 1998 offensive system ready to go. Well, you got to figure out a way to do it because you're freaking losing games with Haynes King. There's no way this guy's worse than Haynes King. Or simplify your system a bit for him. Simplify. Figure out a way. But Haynes King provides an excuse. Yeah. That's a good point. Excuse. And then because, you don't want to destroy his confidence. Because that is, that is the real thing that Jimbo needs right now. And Jimbo's one big excuse. Mm-hmm. Sorry, excuse. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's the biggest. I, I mean, I, I know I know I'm not disagreeing with you, but this yeah. is that's I hate that. I really like really like you're going to come on, man. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Simplify your offense. Just. Say okay, it is what it is. We're going with this dude. He's talented. He's gonna freshman can play in college football nowadays. I don't know if he. Right. I don't know if he saw this guy named Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah, but his systems in 1998 is the same time Peyton Manning came up in David Cutcliffe's <laughs> offense. I don't <laughs> care. You figure out a way if you're if you're worth 95 million dollars. You figure you figure it the hell out. You know, and the question said they said. Um, John says Texas A&M is going to hire a modern offensive coordinator this offseason. What if Jimbo says no? You yeah. still don't have you still don't have 90 million dollars to pay him. You right. ain't going to do that. So he's guaranteed that money. He ain't going to do that. He, he, he's pride, man. It's ego. Yeah. He's not going he's not going to ego. that. He's an ego maniac. Yeah. There's no way. No way. Uh-uh. Not a chance. Not a chance he does that. And no one has the stones to tell him yeah. to do it. And no, because he's worth $100 million. Even the boosters can't come up and tell him what to do. He's making more money. <laughs> what, what was Facebook user's name? You said? Wes. 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 Wes did mention something earlier, uh, and it's disappeared now off there, but I just wanted to bring it up real quick before we go to the, the next games. Uh, he was talking. He was asking about Tennessee's NCAA violations uh, and if that was going to be an impact at all. And it 
did seem like I had just read that they extended one of the deadlines, but the right. advantage to them extending that one was now it's unlikely they're going to make any decisions before the end of this season. So mm. Tennessee still should be good this season, but who knows what they'll do in the future. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he was saying he didn't think they would even yeah. sanction Tennessee at all, which is possible. I have no idea. But, I mean, you can't at this point. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, I was going to say, you'll be three years removed by the time they get around to yeah, it. Just, it wouldn't, you're so, punishing kids who weren't even involved. So that, yeah. it's not... That's the NCAA way, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, Before this one goes away, uh, for John, he says, I don't think the question of him being worse than King, but rather fear of messing up his confidence. It's kind of the same thing. Right. I mean, what the season's shot. Yeah. So, I mean, what pressure is there at this point for that kid? There's zero. There was zero pressure. You bring in a true freshman quarterback. There's zero pressure on him right yeah, now. Yeah, but there's pressure at A and M regardless right now because they were supposed to uh, compete for the playoffs this year on Jimbo, not yeah, the kid. But, but Jimbo's Jimbo. nervous energy is kind of like whenever you're nervous and you have a dog, and that dog yeah. can sense you're nervous. What's going on? Whenever they pile on Jimbo and put him in the vice, the players are going to know that, and they're going to start smoking weed in the locker room and recruiting people to transfer with them. I think their punter transferred. I mean, it's a mess between A and M and Auburn right now. There's just there's there's stuff happening. There's stuff going on, and well, this is the time to see what you have in the kid. You would absolutely agree. agree. And you would hope he'd be more emotionally stable than this, but you also got to remember he's probably an 18-year-old kid who's never lost a football game. He's probably really good. If you suddenly throw him into these games and he starts getting just murdered, it might destroy his confidence. I, I see where he's coming with that. Mm. Like I said, you would hope the kid is a little, little more stable than that, but some people aren't. Maybe he sees yeah. it. I don't know. People don't realize A&M has a weird history. They're, they're worried about young quarterbacks. They had Kyle Allen. They um mm-hmm. ruined him. He transferred. They had Kyler yep. Murray. Ruined him. Mm-hmm. He he went to Oklahoma and got his groove back. And you know, they had Kellen Mond that was a decent quarterback. They had problems with – since Johnny Menzel has been a problem for A&M. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kellen Mond wasn't bad. Hmm? I mean, that was – Kellen Mond isn't still – he's still kicking around yeah. in the league. Right. Oh, so, right. What are you doing He's pretty damn here? good, actually. Oh, you got a kitty. Yeah. Oh, there's Sally. Where came from. Let's uh, just be <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what is going I mean, I on you, here? I told you the cat's been weird today. Won't meow. leave the room. I don't know why. All right. Are we ready for meow? Are we ready for picks? Oh, picks. 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 Welcome back to the picks segment. I uh, just want to let you guys know you are listening to SEC After Dark, uh, the four homers, uh, Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, Jake Thomas, and of course me. Corey Burton, the voice of God, Becky Willis, and our social media producer, manager, whatever you want to call it, director, is sitting right back over Jake's right shoulder with the very headphones. With the with the kitten headphones and a very good looking hat. So let's get into it. So Becky, you why why is Jeb looking back? I don't know. (laughs) I can't see her, but well, anyway, Jeb, are the guards coming? <laughs> yeah, the guards. Um, is, is it shower time? <laughs> right, now he's excited. Um, <laughs> it is shower time. Oh, all right, All right, Steve, then. you're going first this week. All right, all right. Steve, Steve, you're up first. So we got Arkansas 
traveling to the Plains to take on the Auburn Tigers. Arkansas is favored by three and a half points, according to Bet Online. Steve, how do you see it, man? This is a game where I think Auburn is going to play pretty well. We haven't uh, seen Auburn Jesus pop up very much this season. He's due to get somebody. Um, but I don't think it's going to be Arkansas. I'll take Arkansas on three and a half points. Jake. Yeah, I mean, I um I almost went with Auburn in this in this game just because it's at home. They're coming off a bye week. That gives Robbie Ashford another week to work on his skills and everything. But I just think talent wise, I think Arkansas is a better team. KJ Jefferson is a better quarterback, and I think he makes a couple of plays late, and they score a touchdown late to, to seal the deal. So I'm taking Arkansas. Yeah, I think this is a get well game for Arkansas. I mean, I, I, part of me wanted to pick Auburn because it's at home, and Auburn just does weird things at home. But mm-hmm. also, Auburn has, you know, it seems like every time they have a big game against Arkansas, they lose it. Uh, KJ Jefferson is a special guy. They seem to have gotten a little bit of groove back. I'm not sure that they're back to their top 10 ranking that they had earlier this season, um, but they are playing better. Um, and it seemed like uh, the BYU game was the medicine that they needed. I think they get a big win here in a big way. So give me Arkansas and the three and a half points. Jeb. Yeah, I think uh, both these defenses have been kind of rough. So I expect the, I expect both of them to score a bit. But I like KJ Jefferson. He's back. I think he's going to lead Arkansas to a to a not really a blowout, but definitely a higher scoring than Auburn. So because Robbie Ashford, he's okay, but he, he's not KJ Jefferson. So I'm taking Arkansas. All right, Becky. All right. Well, as this is the uh, games leading up to Halloween, we're going to use each state's preferences for Halloween candy to help me make my picks. All right. So, yeah, Arkansas overall, they go for Butterfingers and Auburn, Alabama goes for Skittles. I like Skittles a lot more than I like Butterfingers. So we're going to actually pick Auburn this time. Okay, Skittles over right. Butterfingers. I I can't I cannot hate that pick. I don't know. The Skittles thing just makes me think. Can they die? No Never mind. Hey, that sounds like over there. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're God. at the gayest state in the yeah. union. No. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Alabama. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> <Throw> tied. <laughs> I can't. So come look for me. <laughs> Such a great sketch. I love. By the, the by the way, if you're in the chat, participate in the pick 'em as well. Yeah, so yeah. you have to keep your own record, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, our next game, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Steve, Georgia's favored by 22 and a half. Uh, one of the biggest spreads in this matchup that I remember in recent history uh, on Georgia's side, at least. I know Florida's probably been favored by that much at, at certain points, especially during the Spurrier days. But can Georgia cover? Are they going to win big or are they going to uh, fall back to the pack a little bit in anticipation to for Tennessee? I have a theory. I think Kirby is going to try and run it up on Billy Napier a little bit, even though he knows Billy and everything. Florida's got Kirk, problems. Kirby Kirby hates Florida, by the way. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> uh, but he also wants this game to be a non-factor and a blowout to where he can get it back to home and home because Kirby wants this game in Athens in the future. And whenever this contract is up, they're going to determine what they're going to do with it. And they mentioned possibly – home in Georgia, home in Florida, and then a neutral site in Jacksonville. They're, they're thinking all different stuff I like that. for this game. 
Um, so I think Georgia is going to pour it on Florida because Kirby wants this game gone um, out of Jacksonville, and he wants to play some games in Athens because he sees what that can do for recruiting. He knows what this game is, and he's missing some opportunity to recruit. So Florida's going to um, win this game – or not win this game. They're going to um, not cover. Georgia's going to – this could be a 45-7 to type game. Jake. Well, Florida has took Tennessee to the wire and took LSU to the wire. And, I mean, if they they could have put together a better game plan in the fourth quarter, they you probably see a loss. It, it, it probably, you know, a win against uh, LSU there. They probably still would have lost to Tennessee. But I think they played t- closer. pass away from losing to Utah, so – well, they are, but I mean, so but up in big games, they they play well, and it is a neutral site game, so I, I it's still pretty much a home game for for uh, Florida though. But I, I'm taking Florida to cover twenty two and a half, real big spread. So I think I think you know it'd be like a seventeen point game, Georgia wins, but I think it's going they're going to cover. Florida will cover. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take Georgia. I, I think Stetson is dialed in. Um, I, I think they're going to have a huge day offensively, and I think Florida's going to struggle to score because uh, if you guys remember Anthony Richardson, um, in this game, he came he came in for Emory Jones and had an absolute disaster of, of a game through a pick six to Nicobe Dean. That I think Georgia scored 24 points in two minutes, um, thanks to a couple turnovers. Um, and, and a lot of that was due to the fearful uh, nature of Anthony Richardson in that game. I don't know if he has PTSD from this, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be a rough, rough Saturday for Florida. George is just dialed in at this point, um, and I think it, I think they're just gonna they're gonna win big. Jeb, yeah, this was the only really tough one for me this week because I don't like that big spread. But honestly, I don't think Florida, as well as they have played at, at times this year, I don't think they've run into a defense like George's yet. And I know their offense can score in spurts, but I just I feel like I feel like Georgia's offense is going to be much better because they've been giving up. Florida's been giving up a lot of points, so Georgia's going to score a lot. I think they're going to stop Florida from scoring very much. And I just I can they hit three touchdown lead? Yeah, I think they can. I'm I'm taking Georgia. Becky. Nope, nope. This is going to be Georgia's come to Jesus week. Florida's (laughs) coming in hot with Reese's peanut butter cups. Classic. Oh, Everybody likes yeah, those. That's good. That's good. So, so what's George's preferred Halloween candy? Yeah. Swedish Swedish fish. I can't even say it. How pretentious and bougie can a state be? Swedish <laughs> fish. Thanks, George. Get Thanks. over that, yourself. That's George's, tech, that's George's Tech's fault. Nah, Absolutely I, nasty. Nah. You're taking you're taking the fall for all of them. This one's Florida's week. I feel like that's Savannah. <laughs> Very well could be. <laughs> Savannah's like little Charleston. It's just bougie. All right. So <laughs> thanks, Becky. Georgia's got up their game, up their candy game. All right. Yeah. So uh our next matchup, Missouri travels to Columbia to take on the newly ranked South Carolina Gamecocks. South Carolina is three and a half point favorites at home, Steve. Can they keep this thing rolling? I, I think they can. This game is South Carolina's favored by three and a half points, which basically makes it a money line type pick. Do you think South Carolina's going to win the game? They're at home. Um, I really like Marshawn Monshawn Lloyd and some of their athletes they have on the outside. If they can uh, avoid Spencer Radler making the disaster plays, 
they have a chance to be okay because they play hard for that guy. I mean, that's one thing you can say about Shane Beaver. They they play hard for him. And um, I'm, I'm going to go with um, Carolina or USC as they came out with today. There's no way they're going to get sued for that. <laughs> Not a chance. All right, Jake. Yeah. Uh, as the only one who took South Carolina last week, I, I am high on You're South Carolina. You taking Missouri? No. <laughs> no. I mean, Missouri only scored se- Missouri only scored 17 against Vandy. So, I mean, and, and South Carolina is a much better team than Vandy. And Shane Beamer is is changing the culture up there. He's probably another year or two off. But I, I do like South Carolina here to cover and pro- pretty much win by 14 points. All right. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm going to agree with you here. I, I think uh, I'm starting to kind of believe in South Carolina a little bit more. I think they, you know, after the Georgia game, they licked their wounds a little bit and then uh, they, they had to get right. And, and, that took going up to Lexington and upsetting Kentucky to do so. But I think they've had some mojo ever since. And Shane Beamer is just pulling every ounce of talent out of this group, which is not an overly talented group as a whole. Um, but they make a lot of good plays. They play hard. They get themselves in good positions. They're well coached, uh, which I think is going to be the difference here. Uh, Missouri should have lost last week to Vandy. They didn't. Would have, could have, should have. Uh, I could, would have, could have, should it all day. But um, they, they still got the victory over Vandy. I don't think they're going to be so fortunate this week. I think South Carolina wins, and I think they win kind of big. Good night, Jeb. Yeah, that. Uh... That first about Get five minutes of the South Carolina Texas A and M was pretty exciting. That was a I was sitting in a restaurant actually, and they just started scoring, scoring, scoring just over and over. It was crazy. Uh, it slowed down a bit later on, so you know. But I don't know Missouri. Their defense is actually pretty solid, which is the only nice thing I can really say about Missouri because their offense is terrible. So I don't think there's any way they're going to score enough to win a game against South Carolina. And South Carolina, I don't think it's going to be great. I think they'll make some mistakes on offense. But they'll score kind of like they did this last week, I think, just in bunches. And they'll score enough to cover that spread easy. That's it. South Carolina. South Carolina. All right. Take it away. Y'all are a bunch of Butterfinger fans, I see. Ain't nothing wrong with a good old Butterfinger, but when it's paired up versus a Milky Way, Milky Way better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those Butterfingers are going to cost them. Missouri's taking this one. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. So there we go. But uh, so we we know Becky likes Milky Ways over over Butterfinger, but she prefers Reese's peanut butter cups. Over Swedish Swedish fish. Over over (laughs) Swedish fish. Now, Huck loves Swedish fish, so just so you know, he may have contributed to that. All right. um, The next game, which for a lot of people, for a lot of people that aren't true Tennessee fans, this game is very, very scary. Kentucky comes into Knoxville 12 and a half point favorites, but like Florida, they're going to have to figure out a way to score and score in bunches or score every or score touchdowns where they would normally kick field goals and try to score way more touchdowns than they do field goals to try to keep up. They're going to have to try to keep up with Tennessee. Um, Steve, can Kentucky uh, do it? Or is uh, Tennessee going to blow them out? Earmuffs, Jeff. Um, Kentucky is going to um, cover in this one. This is a game – I've seen this Kentucky game plan, and they're going to do the same thing they did to Ole Miss, and they're going to play so slow. Incredible. Whenever you normally get 15 possessions in a college football game, when you play Kentucky, you get nine. Mm -hmm. 
So there's not as much opportunity for Tennessee to make separation happen. There, there could be seven-minute drives, eight-minute drives, and could, they could put that defense out on an island. I think Tennessee's going to win the game. I just think they're going to win it by a score. I don't think they're going to get to 12.5 points. Okay, Jake? It's all right, Jeb. I got you. I, <laughs> I, I, Tennessee is on a different level right now. And for some reason, I, I may be wrong on this, and, and if I am, then so be it. But, I mean, Will Levis, they got him as a top five you know, quarterback in, in NFL rankings right now. I just don't see it. I mean, he's good, but top five, he struggled. And he struggled a lot his two years there at Kentucky. And uh, Tennessee is about to absolutely – Lay the hammer on him in this game. So I think I think Tennessee wins by by twenty one plus. Nice. Yeah, I'm with Jake here. I I, I think Tennessee's just going to overwhelm them. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of what they do in general. And I think with this matchup, it's one of those rivalries that it's heated, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee, Tennessee has a lot of confidence coming into this game every year. Um, and, and the series record proves that. Um, but I, I think it's going to be another big weekend for Hendon Hooker, for Jalen Hyatt. I just don't think Kentucky is going to be able to stop that aerial attack. And, nope. and I think Kentucky's going to have a hard time keeping up with Tennessee. So give me the, give me the Vols, Jeb. There is a real danger of what Steve said being absolutely true because I know that's going to be Kentucky's game plan to try and slow everything way down and just bore Tennessee into a sleeping pattern. But but Tennessee, while their defense has not been good, they have, oddly enough, been very good at taking the ball away. And I think not only will they score every one of their drives, they're going to take that ball away a couple times and just be able to pull away a tad so that they end up covering that spread. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. They're not going to beat them you know, 52 to 10 or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm definitely taking Tennessee to cover that spread. Thank Let's you. About our candy. I, uh, I don't think I've ever actually told anybody this, so I need to confess something. Born and raised in Tennessee. Do you know why I was in boot camp two and a half weeks after I graduated high school? Because you listened to the Dolly Parton version of Rocky Top? Oh, that didn't even happen. No, no. The real reason, the real thing that ran me out of Tennessee is these folks choose Tootsie Pops as their Halloween candy of choice. Mm. Tootsie Pops. Really? The only thing that those could beat are sweetest fish. You know, like, what are you doing, Tennessee? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Kentucky rarely does anything right. Let's just face some facts here. Maybe bourbon. But they do do their Reese's peanut butter cups. So I'm picking Kentucky for this game. Those are always going to win. I get it. Hey, um, we got a question for Becky in the chat. Does she oh. eat candy corn? Mm. Okay. Um, yes, I like candy corn. I'm gonna stand by that. I don't like Tootsie Pops, but I do like candy corn. So, so Becky, do you uh, a, a follow up question to that from Wes? Um, I do. I do Reese's Pieces, candy corn, and peanuts in a little like trail mix. I um. Do you I like Reese's little, Pieces? I feel confused and turned on right now. I'm not sure what's happening, <laughs> but I'm going to try this very soon. So I've never done that. Never done that. 
And I was a sailor. Oh my Steve is turning three shades of red right now. Yeah, Bon Jovi's It's My Life is just going through my head. <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> it's well, never. before we move on, I want to respond to John real quick too. Tennessee should not get rid of those uniforms because those orange and black uniforms are fire. Those things are awesome. They are. Yeah. yeah that's you can awesome. only bring them out on Halloween. I get it, but they're great. Dark mode. I can't wait to see it. All right. And, our last and, and real quick, talking about the Tennessee Kentucky game, didn't Tennessee only have like eight, you know, uh, eight minutes of possession last year and still won the game? Fourteen minutes. Oh, you know. One of my favorite yeah. things. Kentucky they had held the ball, ball for yeah. forty-six. They yeah. held the ball for forty-five so. seconds, but yeah. they won so. by ten. They didn't ah! win by twelve okay. and a half. Oh, there we go. It's different Sorry, I, this year. I, I froze up there a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's different this year. <laughs> All oh, right. Picks, by the way, the picks record um, updated down below. We took the scroll off so everybody can see. Yeah, you you can stop pointing mm-hmm. that out. Yeah, yeah. Notice <laughs> Becky. By the way, notice Becky. What does that mean I that I have forty six and Corey is forty five and Jake I, has forty five and Jeb is forty two? What does that mean? I think it means you're copying off Steve. D- Oh. <laughs> oh, you about to die, son. Oh. <laughs> oh. I know the key is oh. to get in your house. I, I think it means you picked LSU last week, honestly, uh, which is well, a conversation that we have to have. That's true. Correctly, correctly picked LSU. Although, yeah. I do want to point out, looking at our uh, picks this week, Becky, one of us is going to have a great week and one of us is going to have a bad one. So, because we are exact opposite in every pick almost. You got to trust the process. So I'm either catching up to you or I'm getting so far behind. There's no point in trying. Ooh, Becky just (laughs) processed you. Mm. Okay, we got two more games. (laughs) Oh, your special game. Becky didn't Uh, guess that one. uh Not yet, at least, right? Um, Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You knew I'd pick the the fun one. Do that. Uh, It's like watching a snuff film. Uh, I just sometimes I just like to see the world burn. All right. Our our last SEC game, Ole Miss travels to Kyle Field. Minus two and a half points, two and a half point favorites over the Aggies and Jimbo Fisher. Steve, does Ole Miss win and get the cover? Yeah, I think Ole Miss covers. It's, Ole Miss is only favored by two and a half, so it's basically a money line grab. So do you think Ole Miss is going to win the game? Yeah, I think they are. Um, Devin A. Chain, he's probably going to get 25 touches, but Haynes King has to get the rest, and they're going to have to throw the ball. Just like I said before, Ole Miss has Quinshawn Judkins, Zach Evans. That's 50 snaps against a weak running game versus 25. I'll take that all day. This game has a chance to get a little bit sideways on A&M, I think. Um, but for, for the time being, I will say Ole Miss will cover the two-and-a-half-point loss spread. Jake? Yeah, coming off a loss, I, I feel like Ole Miss is is about to be mad, and, and they're present to take it out on Texas 4-8. and eight. So it, it's about to get bad, and uh, – you know, the, the shots are already coming. So, you know, you know, I mean, everything's still in front of you, Michael. I know you're down right now, but, you know, if you went out, if you beat Alabama and you went out, you're, you're in. So, that's still a lot to play for. So, don't don't give up on on your uh, land sharks yet. Black bears. <laughs> yeah, black bears. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, or rebel bears? I don't know. Rebel bears. Rebel sharks. They're the rebel, rebel sharks. sharks. It's the rebel bear sharks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> They're the rebel bear sharks with laser beams attached to their freaking heads. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Texas four and eight ain't got a chance. All right. So um I, I know you will never believe that I'm reading the UGA message boards right now. I know it's hard to be- I know it's tough to fathom, right? Palmer. Coming, coming from Palmer. such a Coming from such a impartial host, yeah. Um, but one of the funniest this is this has got to be the funniest nickname for Texas A and M. They called him Texas Ace and Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> nice. Uh, Ole Miss is gonna. Ole Miss is. They're gonna obliterate the spread here. I think Ole Miss is gonna win big. Uh, Lane Kiffin threw down the gauntlet because he knows he could smack Jimbo Fisher in the face. Over and over and over again. I, I think Ole Miss is going to have a huge game at Kyle Field, and they're going to clear that place out early in the third quarter. Give me Ole Miss big, Jeb. You know, I know we were joking about Texas A&M's record. I didn't actually think they'd be this bad, but to get into a bowl game, they're going to have to be two of Ole Miss, Florida, LSU, or who's the other one? Auburn. Probably beat Auburn. I don't think they're going to win any of the others, and definitely not this week. Ole Miss has got a decent defense. They've got the best running attack in the SEC. Yeah, no, Ole Miss is going to cover this one. Becky. All right, so Texas A&M coming in strong with Starburst. Uh, I think you're a psychopath if you don't like Starburst. No, those are good. But Mississippi, Mississippi's showing up with three musketeers. Now, how are you going to go against Athos, Porthos, and Aramis? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm 100% taking three musketeers. They're going to stop the war, baby. Becky, do not do literary <laughs> things on this show. We, we do not stand for that. D'Artagnan! <laughs> we came here to read, not to read. I think that was a Disney movie. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it was a movie that starred Steve... Steve, what? What's his name? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. think of it. Three amigos. Um, so that's a great one. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined that joke because I couldn't pronounce his name. <laughs> Good job, Chevy Chase. Uh, Chase. My brain short circuited there. All right. Our last game, our bonus selection. <laughs> you're, you're this is the awful. The ultimate, the ultimate paint dry game. Somehow, <laughs> I wanted to pick this game because this is the most ridiculous spread I've ever seen. Iowa is favored by eleven in this game. How they're favored by double digits over even Iowa City High School is beyond me. But Steve. Can I win and cover against Northwestern? They they have to, right? I mean, Northwestern's fairly awful. I mean, the over-under of this game opened up at 32 points. Picture that. It's like a 1993 line, like Georgia and Auburn just lining up in the I formation and beating the hell out of each other. That's one of those lines. And, and you sit there, I was favored by 11. <laughs> Oh, that is good. You said that, John. I just don't think Northwestern can score. And so the question is, can Iowa score two touchdowns? And the honest question is, I have no freaking idea. 
their defense it, it, will have to score those two touchdowns. It, you mean the Iowa was a situation? Didn't they beat a one double A team like seven to three? They and beat the way South they Dakota did it, State seven to seven three, and they had two safeties and a field goal. It wasn't even a touchdown. It was two safeties and a field goal. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go with Iowa. This is evil, Corey. You picking picking this game? I love it. <laughs> I love it, Jake. <laughs> what do you? Got? I'm taking I'm taking Northwestern. I don't know anything about either one of these teams except Iowa cannot score on offense. I did watch Northwestern over in Dublin play uh, Nebraska the first game of the year, uh, but since then I think they've fallen off the rails. But I mean, honestly. Northwestern only has to kick four field goals and cover this spread. I mean, honestly. And that is very doable because offensively, Iowa cannot put the ball in the end zone. I mean, it's it's terrible. So, I'm taking Northwestern by 12 to nothing. <laughs> All Northwestern has to do is kick two field goals, let's be honest. Um, this, this Iowa team is probably one of the – they are statistically – the worst offense in division one football. They're 131st out of 131 teams in a scoring offense and most all offensive categories. So the absolute putridness of this offense leads me to believe that Northwestern is going to win big. And when I say win big, they're going to win nine to three. <laughs> then they don't cover. Northwestern's, you getting, cover. Northwestern's getting points. Did I say Iowa? I'm at Northwestern. Yeah. No, no, you've got Northwestern. Yeah, yeah you got North, but, but but eleven, Corey. They're not going. I mean, that's still nine to three. They're getting a. They're they're getting eleven. <laughs> oh, yeah. Northwestern score more than Iowa has to score more. So Northwestern, all Northwestern has to do is win the game. Ah, Northwestern is not favored. Oh yeah, I forgot. I think it was Northwestern's favorite. My bad. No, Iowa's favorite, which is make this makes this even more ridiculous. <laughs> this is Jeff. why it's stupid. <laughs> Love it. Wait, wait, we'll before see. we get to Becky and her candy yeah. pick, um, there's a Facebook user before we get out of here who said, yeah. real question though, can we uh how can how long can Liberty hang on to freeze? Is he gone after this year? Thank you for doing the show and giving me a voice. Thank Cheers. you for listening. Yeah, seriously. Um, thank you very much. And and Hugh Freeze is gone. It, there's I don't think there's any way that Hugh Freeze stays after this year. Because he, he's a match made for Liberty. Um, because they're yeah. just yeah, they're yeah. 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 But I think he's gonna I think his ego is going to pull him out of Liberty. Yeah, they're just a they're just a uh covered rape charges match made in heaven. All right, so um <laughs> yeah. I that, yeah. that person was at Baylor. <laughs> All right, yeah. Jeb. Not a good look. Uh, yeah, yeah. Northwestern Iowa. I, I don't have much to add to that one. I'm I am not confident Iowa can score eleven points in this game. So, and like I said, Northwestern just has to kick a couple field goals, and there's no way Iowa's covering that. So, I'm taking Northwestern, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Becky, let's see. This is why it's fun. All right. So the fine folks of Iowa prefer their M and M's on Halloween. It's fine. It's safe. It's boring. But the folks at Northwestern in Illinois prefer their Sour Patch Kids. Those have a bite. Those have a punch. They're going to punch up, and they're going to actually win the game, not just cover. They're going to win. Northwestern wins the candy battle for everybody. Sour Patch Kids for, for the yeah. Be- Agreed. Becky with the straight-up pick. One of, those right. wrong, one of those wrong team-favored picks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Northwestern, Northwestern by... 
Jake, what is going on behind you? <laughs> uh, the the puppy, uh, she's got some ear problems, and she was scratching her ear, and, and she yelped. I don't know if y'all heard that. She didn't apologize, but no, didn't. Oh, she's getting lovings now. I was wondering what that was. I thought, yeah, I thought <laughs> maybe Jeb's uh, roommate or cellmate over there was having some issues, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the people in the holding cell wouldn't quiet down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Corey and Jake, and inmate number three three seven four five nine. Jeb, at, least, at least Jeb is getting released this week, so that's right. <laughs> Jeb, I think I think you're setting bail, so we'll. So this is exciting. You know, you know. Um, next week, whenever the playoff rankings come out, we need to start along with our picks. We need to do a pick segment of the SEC bowl games as well. So predict the bowl games. Yeah, like you know, you know Georgia in the Peach Bowl, you know. Oh, okay. Um, Tennessee in the Sugar Bowl, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, as, as the playoff rankings go, you know, there's a battle for that Birmingham Bowl spot, by the way. Just so you know. Yeah, oh. yeah. Te- Texas A&M is going to fight for it. No, they're they're here to play. Hey, Texas, and Texas that- five and seven. I don't think so, they're going to be bowl eligible. Yeah. No, I don't think they are either. But hey, hey South Carolina's fine for the Duke Mayo Bowl again. So, <laughs> but Texas A&M Shane, won't Shane be Beaver's eligible like, if they'll get in. Yeah, Shane <laughs> Beamer's like, please let me get it. <laughs> that is so nasty. Oh, so yeah, gross. that was that was gross. That is the uh, worst. <laughs> just Mayo just grosses me out. But anyway, so it's ten o'clock. We've done our picks. Picks. So, picks. so we are SEC After Dark. We thank you for being with us in the chat. Some of you new Facebook users, please stick around because um, we we're just we're, we're we do this every, every Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, every Wednesday we're here. Um, Follow us on Twitter not. now. Follow us on yeah. Twitter. SEC, SEC After Dark on Twitter. SEC, SEC underscore After underscore Dark. Yep. That's right. And you can follow all of us uh, at Stolen Grin, at the Stephen Willis, at Coach Burton thirty six, and at Jake Thomas TTS. All right. Um, you can follow at Believe in Dogs, at Locked on Ole Miss, at Tide Talk Live. And you can also I think that I think that covered that, right? Yeah. I think I got all of them in there. At Troopstar28, while we're at it, that's my co-host. Yeah. Uh, at Homer. What's Stacy's? Homer. What's Stacy's? He was in the chat. Uh, Blackwood89. Blackwood89. Uh, at Becky Willis. You can follow her. Uh, at Cassidy Thomas, if you want. Yeah. And Jeb, and Jeb is still still a dude. Yeah, he's still Jeb, just a guy. Jeb yeah. is still just a guy. John, you can he's throw not, yours out there. He's not even a homer. He's like a Flanders. <laughs> no, he's he's no he's, right, dude. he's Mr. Wilson from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, hello, neighbor. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> We are SEC After Dark, presented by BetOnline.ag. We thank you for listening. We thank you for watching here on the Believe Network and Y'all's Conference Network. We hope to see you back here next week, and we'll see how our picks do. Good night, and go dogs. Roll Tide. Hotty toddy. Go Reds. Josh Amati. Who the hell are we? Hey, On Northwestern. (laughs) Can't believe you picked Iowa. You picked you picked oh, yeah, Iowa. I, I picked the, yeah. I picked Northwestern. No, no, there's just yeah, a game that Iowa is that playing game. in. That's that's yeah. like the anti-football game. That, that is was the, the most that's gonna be the ultimate now. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.